important stuff, uh, ladies and gentlemen, regarding some uh, landlord-tenant uh, type information. That's where I bring in uh, my friend Altagracia Pierre Atterbridge, uh, representing, of course, consulting with tenants and landlords, knows the business better than anyone else. And, of course, the news on Friday uh, where Fairfield Properties illegally withheld nearly $422,000 plus talking security deposits. Well, they've agreed to return the money and periodically uh, regarding, uh, you know, we'll keep you up to speed with these types of uh, compliance, tenant protection laws, but pretty much the state attorney general stating this, that her office has began investigating Fairfield and reached a legal settlement. Now, we're talking about Long Island's largest apartment owner, and we bring in Altagracia Pierre Atterbridge, uh, of the firm, of course, Outerbridge Law. And Altagracia, this was kind of a landmark situation when you think about it. Very good morning to you. Oh, thank you for having me. Good morning to you. Yes, absolutely. It's, a, it's absolutely a lot, it's a lot of money, right? And it's a lot of tenants. And it sets a precedent for other landlords and for, you know, for the AG, the Attorney General, to go after landlords. And it encourages other tenants to um, pursue their rights in terms of security deposits. Uh, so basically, folks, you're looking at something that occurred from June, um, what, 2019, right, through December of 2021. This landlord for Fairfield uh, kept about $422,600 in security deposit money without ensuring that nearly 900 tenants had a chance to avoid deductions uh, from the sums as required by state law, correct? That is required. Absolutely. So you have the right, the tenant has many rights when it comes to the security deposit. And the security deposit law was made much better on the side of tenants uh, in June 2019 with the passing of the HSTPA, um, the Housing Stability Tenant Protection uh, Law. Um, and that law, when it passed, was really overhauled landlord tenants. And one of the things it did is it made sure that security deposit that was previously returnable within a reasonable amount of time it gave a time certain for it to now be returned, which was 14 days. Um, the tenant had the right to require an inspection, we, um, demand an inspection at the beginning of the tenancy, right, in writing, and also at the end of the tenancy. And if that inspection was not um, given to the tenant, right, or if the security was not returned, right, within 14 days of the tenant vacating, right, with an itemized statement, then the security deposit had to be returned right the landlord had other remedies but the security deposit had to be returned to the tenant right and the landlord would possibly face um double or treble damages for not returning the security timely or violating uh the general obligations law the state law folks passed uh, three or four years ago requires that landlords have to refund the renters full security deposits that's when they move out does allow the owners to subtract uh reasonable expenses when itemized for unpaid rent, damage beyond normal wear and tear. Some cases, utility and storage charges. You know, listen, uh, there's always going to be some damages there. We've all been through this. You know, little chips on the floor, uh, the walls. That could be deducted under the settlement, though. Uh, they will have to pay the state penalties, correct? How much in penalties Absolutely. are we looking at here, Alta? Um, repeat that for me, Jay. How much penalty, how much penalty money mm-hmm. is Fairfield having to pay here under this settlement? $90,000, right? That, that's at least what was um, 
do uh, what was the settlement with the attorney general's office. But the law can require double damages, right, even treble. Um, I have not seen damages applied. Usually when cases are brought, they're usually brought in small claims court, right, uh, wherein settlements usually occur. Um, I have myself litigated a $50,000 residential uh, security claim, right, uh, for one tenant, and um, we ended up resolving the issue, right? Um, courts are reluctant to issue the damages, um, the penalties that, in, that occur, right, when the landlord does not follow the rule. But what I felt is that courts are pretty much set on the return of the security intact if you don't follow the rules. The issue of the double damages is another story, right? Um, the, the fines that go with violating the law is another story, and I found courts reluctant to apply that punitive measure. Now, this is called housing justice, folks, you know, when it comes to this stuff. And uh, it's just that. I'll tell you, Fairfield operates a load of units, rental, uh, as far as Nassau and Suffolk County. Uh, they operate about, I think it's almost 200 buildings, rental buildings, uh, with units uh, um, probably, I think it's over, what I read, almost 14,000 or something like that. 14,000 rental units, we're talking Nassau, Suffolk, Queens. Uh, so uh, all in all, you know, it's a good job. That's a good job. Uh, and we've all known or maybe been involved with this type of stuff. But uh, obviously, um, Alta, this is going to set a precedence, right, with how... You know, the operators of buildings and whatnot kind of go about their business knowing this landmark type of numbers set here, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, I think the precedent was set by the passing of the Housing Stability and Tenant Protection Act in 2019 that really made um, all judges very much aware of the strict, right, the strict deadline of the law. Um, the change was a very strict deadline, right? 14 days or nothing, right? Once you pass that 14 days to return the tenant security, you're in violation, right? It's a very strict, it's a shall, not a may, not a can, it's a shall. Uh, so um, judges are very much aware of it. The small claims courts became full with security deposit claims, right? And it's pretty, I mean, I've litigated them in small claims court too, um, the court is very much aware and will, you know, drop down the gavel on that. Um, again, in terms of, um, so t- I would say tenants were already aware and the courts were already aware. Um, it's great what the AG did, uh, and it's going to make landlords more aware, larger landlords more aware, and, and, and know that the AG will come after them or some um, state agency can come after them. But tenants were already taking their, you know, their rights into their own hands. I'll say the uh, again the small claims court are filled with these um, with these claims and the judges take them very um, apply the law very strictly in terms of that. When you, however, talk about the fines, I find that it's um, the fines for for not complying, the doubling of the fines for not complying. We I have not found that the courts are applying that as strictly as they should, unfortunately. Yeah, and if memory serves me, collect. I mean, Ag James done a nice job with this stuff. Uh, if memory serves me co- correct, a couple of months ago, uh, Alta, uh, she secured a lot of money from landlords. The uncovering of an illegal, uh, it was a kickback scheme, right? It was all about deregulating some of these apartments out there. She was right on top of that. Uh, that was going back to last fall, right? Absolutely. So she's done, um, 
The AG's office has done a whole lot with a lot of crooked landlords, right? Um, so we have to give her credit for that. Um, I will say that rent stabilization, <laughs> rent stabilization, tax abatement schemes, and right, um, mostly rent stabilization is an issue that really, um, I mean, that's the bulk of my practice, to say the least, right? Because it's, it's pervasive in terms of landlords not treating, overcharging tenants is a pervasive it's a pervasive issue that we have probably more than 80% of our cases cover. Question. Uh, you can certainly cite A.G. James for other things, not this stuff. She's done a nice job. Uh, out the ground, Pierre out of bridge. Working it. And uh, on top of this uh, whole situation, folks, the founder and owner of the New York City-based law firm, one of the best, uh, out of bridge law, and, of course, practice, practice really focusing in on uh, landlord tenant litigation and transactional matters. Alta, thanks for keeping on top of this. We'll talk next time. All right, thank you, Jim.